Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome in to a trade deadline special, I guess you could say, bonanza, extravaganza. Woo! My name is Derek Monty. Of course, I'm your mayor uh, of PHNX. No, well, that's what that's taken. Yeah, that is uh, right. Uh, Eduardo uh, Rodriguez so is now the mayor. The, yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez gets the sash. He is the mayor of PHNX. He's the president of the he Southwest. He can also be the president of, of Phoenix, uh, whatever Dude. he wants to oh, be. Just think of the fucking, uh, well, I'll, I'll let you do your Look job. It. I'll let I you know. do your job. I know, he's excited. I'm because... just, imagine, uh, just wait until the day that Eduardo Rodriguez, pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks, fucking goes nine inning shut piece on the Dodgers in the playoffs. It's gonna be it's gonna be magic. And no, they, they have not traded for Eduardo Rodriguez, but still he's in charge of the public dream. works. He is Mr. Electric. It is Sean the boss. <laughs> That's why we call him that. He's the hype train. He doesn't get excited, he stays excited, and he's very excited <laughs> yeah, baby. about the things happening, including all of the trades the Diamondbacks have made, even though one could argue they've been low-key, somewhat predictable. We thought that we'd see the Diamondbacks make some yeah. uh, under-the-radar moves. One very curious that involves a current reliever on the Arizona Diamondbacks that we will get to here shortly. But, of course, the big news and that thing everybody wants to talk about right now is that Eduardo Rodriguez invoking his no-trade clause. <laughs> Apparently, a deal was done. It was in place for the Los Angeles Dodgers to receive Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, from the Detroit Tigers in exchange for some package. Uh, and apparently, Rodriguez did invoke his like no trade clause. Uh, what do you think about this? Oh, man. You go? Just, you uh, I mean, I was waiting for you absolute, to go off on this. Absolute masterclass, troll job, through the legs, arm in the rim, 360 dunk on that poverty franchise that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I don't remember any, I, don't, I haven't heard any public uh, statements about any deadline targets not wanting to play for the Diamondbacks, but the Los He's Angeles Dodgers, they had to invoke the trade, the no trade clause. I mean, it's just a great day when somebody says they don't want to be part of the, the evil empire, the West Coast evil empire. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I mean, I'm I'm echoing the, the sentiment of the chat. He is, I mean, I already had a softball for him. He was a Boston Red Sox. Um, and then he, did. he went to the, the Tigers and had he kind of he went through some things for a beginning. Honestly, there's nothing that makes me better than when a player for my is like only good for a team I'm rooting for. Uh, shout out to Kobe Ellsbury, you fucking bomb. Um, but um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just it is awesome. Fuck I don't the know Dodgers. where Jacoby Ellsbury got attacked in that thing, uh, because but. oh no, 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 I mean. Because he was a Boston Red Sox, and then he became a trader and went to the New York Yankees and just downright sucked for the New York Yankees after they paid him a bunch of money. That is a beautiful thing to see. You're a bum. 
Um, you're a bum, Jacoby. Cool. Got it. Uh, Erod, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, he still has the ability to opt out of his contract after this year. So he would still be considered, at least in in many, many people's view, a uh, a rental, most likely based on his value. Based on, you know, what he does in the second half of the season, he could very well opt out and not uh, still be a part of whatever team he gets traded to. Uh, just great though to not see the Dodgers get what they want. I don't know. Yes. It's like a right, like a spoiled kid that just gets everything they want. It's just good to see them want and not have sometimes, <laughs> and that's fine. But the Diamondbacks have made some trades. Some trades we're pretty excited about. Like I said, also some low key under the radar trades. The big one being uh, what we did our emergency podcast on yesterday. That was a Paul Seawall trade. Uh, let's take a look again. The Paul Seawall trade. The Arizona Diamondbacks get their closer. Uh, we did get confirmation from Jesse and other reporters who talked to Toria Lovello yesterday that Paul Seawald will, in fact, be the closer. There will be no closer by committee. There will be no just factoring him into the bullpen. This man will be shutting down games in the ninth inning for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, The Mariners receive, in turn, Josh Rojas, infielder Ryan Bliss, and outfielder Dominic Canzone. Some guys, uh, a lot of promise there. I think that this is one, one, one thing I saw, of course, a lot of people saying the Diamondbacks won, a lot of people saying the Mariners won. But most most of the people that I think took a look at this trade that knew both franchises felt like it helped both franchises. I, I still don't know what the Mariners are doing <laughs> this season. I, I, I got to be honest about that. But as far as I'm concerned, I feel like they're a team looking towards the future as the Diamondbacks should be, which is what makes this move for Paul Seawald at least a very good move for the Diamondbacks uh, if they feel they're going to call, be competitive next year, it's a guy that's not a rental that that can be here uh, for a while. Still not the length that like a David Bednar brings, obviously, to, you know, uh, with him, but still a, a very solid back end guy yeah. that has has been incredibly reliable for the Seattle Mariners, something that that Tori Lovello hasn't had as part of his arsenal. Yeah, no, I mean, I think he was 21 for 24 or something like that on save opportunities this year. Yeah. Like, and, and, I mean, obviously, we talked about it. It goes his presence goes further than just him and Tori. Like it, it provides stability for the entire bullpen and hopefully you get better performance from, from all of them as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was the, this was the most obvious, like you want to make the fans happy. Go get, go get a closer. You want to yeah. make the team better. Go get a closer. Yeah. Um, basically I think anywhere else you can convince yourself that uh, it might be able to work. Like you can convince yourself that you can get to the playoffs with, if, if Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly are doing their thing and you get good outings from whoever, whatever, uh, young guy uh, at thereafter, like you can convince yourself that can work. You can convince yourself that the bats figure it out. But like, I don't think there was any doubt that like if they didn't figure out, they didn't have a solid closer, that wasn't going to work. Like yeah. it, it, teams aren't successful like that. Well, I think it was Brandon Stevens in the chat said, "Would you like to see a deal for Erod centered around Alec Thomas, or would it be more worthwhile to keep the no fly zone intact?" That's uh, that's a difficult. Uh, if, if you're asking me, I would rather see them trade prospects at this point. I, I agree. I just think that right now. The defense is one of their calling cards, was their calling card when they were winning baseball games, when they were having a better, yeah. you know, May, for instance. I just don't know if I, I, I don't know if you want to break that up. I don't know if it's yeah. worth it to break that up. At this I don't point. know. I, Jesse brought this point up not too long ago, and I think it's fair. And like, I, I feel like I have a little bit of like an emotional attachment to, to uh, Alec just because of I'm a huge like I just I love a good dominant defensive center field. Yeah, Alec is incredible. Um, I mean, and, and even so, in this series in San Francisco, yeah. right? The triples alley thing. Yeah. We saw him make a couple of incredible and it's, plays. It's crucial. Like he, he has certainly kept them in games or kept games closer because of his defensive performance. But at the end of the day, like, like what I was getting at, Jesse brought it up not too long ago. Was he, the, the dude just can't hit. 
Like he's he's not a well-rounded MLB hitter for a guy you want playing in your your or playing in your lineup every day. Um, and I don't know if his value is never going to get much higher. So I would hate to see the no-fly zone get broken up, but ultimately. I would be fine if he was included in a trade, I think. I personally feel like we've seen him make some improvements, and I think that there's some mechanics that are hard yeah. to 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 get rid of, right? I think that's probably the, the concern here. I think the other idea here is to get rid of somebody that could be a part of your future going forward Yeah, for a, a pitcher that eventually or most likely is going to opt out and, and be out of the Diamondbacks' price range at the end of the season. So... I don't know, but I like the other moves they've made so far. Another move the Diamondbacks made was for Jace Peterson, infielder that could potentially help out at third base, replace Josh Rojas uh, in that kind of rotating, uh, uh, I guess, uh, third baseman kind of uh, carousel. Yeah, the carousel they got going on down there. Uh, the Diamondbacks don't give up too much for Jace Peterson. They, they do trade starting pitcher Chad Patrick. Uh, again, this is one of those moves that – you like to see, uh, of course, Chad Patrick could have a, a lot of potential, but uh, for the for the time being, the Diamondbacks really need a good glove over there at third base, and that's what Chase Peterson brings. Uh, hasn't been having a strong year defensively or offensively, I should say, but uh, he has been hitting pretty well in his last you know 15, 16 games. Yeah, I, I I know when people look at that, they tend to think like you're just. It's like yeah, they made recency a trade, bias, yeah. yeah. Like, but I mean, I, I don't know. You kind of want a guy that's that's hot right now. You kind of want a guy that's able to hit right now. And I yeah. mean, if you can get him for relatively cheap, bring him over uh, and and have him at least help out uh, over there at third base when you know, especially with the injury to Longoria, then I think that this is a good move. Yeah, I think it's it's good depth. He's an older guy, so he's got that little bit of more veteran presence um and i mean i think he, he fits the identity of this team as a kind of a role player looking at his baseball savant page like most of the numbers don't jump off the page but he, he draws a lot of walks he, walks a lot, yeah. he, he and he doesn't chase and he's he's an, he's got above average speed and above and an above average glove like and that that kind of uh, by and large was the identity of this team when they were playing good baseball there's good defense and, and chaos on the big excuse me on the bases um and he's capable of of providing both of those things um Especially once you get to the postseason, expanded rosters, all that. Like having a guy like this who could even just be big as a pinch runner. Like I, I think ha having having any kind of depth, especially from a veteran like this, I think is a benefit. Um, and when you consider uh, they didn't really have to pay much for it, so I'm I'm. It's a it's a plus move. It's not a move that moves the needle a whole lot, but it is a I think a net positive for yeah. the Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're 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 getting better and they're trying to at least add some depth. Uh, the one move, though, that's a bit curious to us is this one. The one move made today so far, uh, Andrew Chafin has been traded to the Milwaukee Brewers in exchange for Pre Peter Strzelecki. Mm -hmm. You guys are – you're lucky I'm even close on that name. But, uh, yeah. I it's mean, just crazy that Relief Americans pitcher can... for relief pitcher. And, uh, I mean, why Andrew – Why? I mean, I – like, I kind of understand this because if you've been watching the Diamondbacks, you know right now that you can't really rely on Andrew Chafin as of late. But his numbers are still pretty damn good this season, right? So, yeah. like, I mean, you keep so, bringing it up. Like, we, we said not too long ago, if we if he was on a different team, it's a guy that we'd be playing, Yeah, right? we've so. said this a couple of times. And then you're trading him away for a guy with a 4.54 ERA, right? So, it's like there's a little bit of a concern there, but he does have some more controllable years than Andrew Chafin. And I I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, this is, this is the move that I was most, like, kind of looking at and, and confused. I mean – 
as far as as far as Chafin goes, I I still felt like uh, he was he was a big you know a big signing mm-hmm. for this team. It was great to have him on. It felt like Andrew Chafin was really going to add to the bullpen, and uh, yeah, he's he's the guy they part ways with. Again, though, when you look at recent performances by Strzelecki, he has only given up uh, in his last five uh, appearances. He's only given up one earned run. So, uh, and that's pretty damn good when you talk about that compared to some of the Mm. Diamondbacks current, (laughs) current, current really. And again, I think this was another thing uh, is the, as you mentioned, people in the chat are saying it's the control, right? Like, yeah, uh, he's a younger guy. He's only 28 to Andrew Chafin's 33. I mean, after this year, Chafin has a club option and then he's a UFA. Um, Shrizlecki is, is three more seasons before he even hits arbitration. Yeah. Um, so he, he, there's, there's so much more control there. Um, and, ultimately it's not like Andrew Chafin was this team's closer. Like uh, it's, it's, he was, he had decent numbers, but it was not a, I think this is again, not necessarily a net positive in the, in the right now, but it's a move that they could afford to make without really damaging their, any kind of chances they have of doing something this season while also setting themselves up for more success in the future. Yeah. And Um, honestly, the bullpen, I, I I don't know about this move, to be honest. Uh, Like when you take a look at his numbers and you kind of divide this season up a bit, uh, he, he's his first month of the season, he had a 0.66 ERA. Hmm. So uh, you take that, you kind of take out May, you know, you take out May and then you just kind of look at his numbers from June and things don't look so bad, you know? So, I mean, yeah. And again, you're looking at this guy, like you have him for years. Like this was, this is more control than you probably could have reasonably expected for getting to get from someone you're getting at the deadline. Um, And so, and like you said, he, he, clearly has stretches where he's putting up good numbers yeah. um so yeah. i i think he's got the diamondbacks he's, he's had a couple of bad outings and to be honest his may may wasn't great for him um but and also i mean know. again they're not done yet so there's very good chance that they made this move with the idea that they're they're going somewhere else or, or they're getting another another arm somewhere or something like that yeah um outside of the chafin move being a, a little perplexing i think someone said it was mid for mid and i think that's pretty yeah pretty correct but um, it's really, mid for mid with control right it's mid for mid it's definitely not uh, the diamondbacks did not make any big moves they didn't make any moves so far that are, are going to move the needle the way like what's going on right now in the al west uh but I will say this, if the Diamondbacks do not make another move, because, of course, we feel like something is going to happen here in the next hour. Between now and 3.17 p.m. Arizona time, we will have something else that happens, I hope. But if it doesn't, are you satisfied with the moves? Uh, I mean, I'm satisfied with them in the sense that I think they were all good trades and they didn't do anything to hurt themselves. I'm not satisfied in the sense that I don't think this it really moves the needle as far as how much I think this team is a... a, a real re- threat um for the like I, I don't think they're a real threat any more of a real threat for the world series than they were i think adding a closer definitely makes them uh, hopefully add some consistency that makes that allows them to, to stay in the playoff race but it doesn't it doesn't really completely change my thoughts on what this team is capable of okay 
That's fair. Personally. That's fair. And I, and I so mean, I would be disappointed, I think, ultimately. Yeah, and I think a lot of people would because uh, really, at, at the very least, they didn't do anything that mortgaged their future. We didn't see them make any crazy moves. They did make some moves that would arguably make people emotional. I, I understand being upset about uh, Dominic Canzone and, and Josh Rojas, considering how much we've gotten to know those guys. Uh, and, and, and Ryan Bliss. I, I think that Paul Seawall trade, honestly, is the one that's going to – I mean, that one's going to probably be a topic for us for, for on this show for quite a while. Uh, but I, I do like the fact that at least they've made themselves better and they've made themselves yeah. better for the future. Yeah. Not just rentals, not just for. The and and I mean, they did, even if it's marginally, they did make themselves better for right now, too, I think. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, I think that they they addressed if we're if we are being honest, they addressed their most glaring need right now, which was somebody yeah. that can come into this game to these baseball games in the ninth inning and help these Diamondbacks win close games, help them shut that door. Seawald is that guy. Uh, yesterday, I was watching his, uh, his his press conference after the trade, and, uh, you know, like sometimes my heart breaks a little bit for these guys because, man, these trades, they they, they are a little heart-wrenching for, mm-hmm. for everybody involved. I think they're heart-wrenching for the players and the fans associated. But, like, when he was talking about having to go to San Francisco while his wife went to – phoenix to try to find a place to live especially like wording it kind of in yeah. that way it was like oh man yeah this is this it is, is tough. this yeah. is a terrible time of year right and of course there are a lot of decisions that are going to be made right now why do we have games on this day i know i like, am anti-games yeah. on deadline day yeah deadline day in every I mean, sport fucking mlb <laughs> mlb network has the cameras on and all the ballparks and the hug watch 2023 is going on because we're waiting to see guys hug each other to see if that's any kind of indication as to, as far as if uh, you know if if they're leaving, what's going on? And of course, uh, we know that the Diamondbacks have made some last minute moves, including that Zach Granke trade that didn't necessarily drop until about 15 minutes uh, after the trade deadline ended. So you never know what's going to happen. But as things move along, uh, there there are more and more guys coming off the board. There are more guys now unavailable. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what the Diamondbacks can get in on if they can get in on anything. And, of course, what else happens that could potentially impact the Diamondbacks. That Eduardo Rodriguez uh, deal being blocked by Eduardo Rodriguez, that's a good thing. That's a great thing for the Diamondbacks at this point. Uh, it's not to the Padres. It, it's not just, yeah, and block, yeah, let's make sure he doesn't go to the Padres. But honestly, the Padres, I'm calling it, they're dead. The Padres are dead. Wow. Time of death. Time of August death. 1st. Yeah, they're uh, dead. 2.20 p.m. I don't, I mean, it's. Mountain Standard Time. They're like, they're, they're, they're a luxury brand Cardinals. I, as much as I want them to finally figure it out, they're not going to. You they're don't want dead. them to figure it out. Don't say that. Don't well, say I mean, that. I'm sitting here in Padres I colors right now. I want them to figure doing? it out because doing? I may or may not have accidentally parlayed them with a certain Damn UFC it. fighter not too long ago. Damn so it. I would make a decent amount of money if that oh, bet hit. Oh, there's um, yeah, see. I have a question, though. When, like, you don't see any chance for the Padres finish above the Diamondbacks? Oh, yeah, I, I do. do. I, yeah, I guess. They're not but that like, far out. I mean, they're not far out. And the fact is, is that the, the division race really comes down to this last couple of months, right? Because we haven't seen each other in a long time. You never know. If the Padres beat the brakes off the Diamondbacks, that's absolutely a possibility. So, I mean, I'm not talking shit about them, but I will say what we're seeing and what we're going to talk about here next is like the Mets. This, these, these, like at least the Mets have given up. The Mets are just like, fuck that it, is, we're done. Dude, being a Mets fan. We're out. I know. Which is just crazy. And I, they wanted to build a statue of their goddamn owner before the season yeah, even started. Damon and I and Totri the other day uh, were having a conversation about like our specific fandoms and the unique kinds of pain we've had to go through. I don't think any of us have ever had to go through something 
quite like what Mets fans had to go That's through. Where like they they were just like sell the sell the team. We need a new owner. Like everything sucks. And they got what they wanted. They got an owner who didn't care about money. He was spending it left, right, and center. He went and got two of the best pitchers on the market. He ate fucking everybody. That team was stacked. And then it just, in a matter of of weeks, really, like off rip, it just all fell apart in front of their eyes. That's gotta, that has to suck. They were shopping. They were shopping Fuck for confetti. They were like, where, where do no, we get, like, where should we get confetti for the parade? They were within the NL. Like, yeah. and look at where they've gone. All the, their pitchers are gone. This is why baseball's great because <laughs> you can't fucking buy shit in baseball. You can, you can buy all you want except for a ring. Yeah, exactly. You can buy all you want. You can want like, and it, it's weird because baseball really seems to be, and I hate to say this, but at the end of the day, it ultimately seems to be a thing where only the really elite guys can stay at that level after they get paid mm -hmm. because everything else is them working towards that end goal for us. Our end goal is a championship. Our end goal is a dynasty. Our end goal is to see our team succeed. That's not the end goal for a lot of these ball players, a lot of these athletes. The end goal is that big payday. And what we are By seeing in baseball security. is fucking ridiculous paydays, huge paydays. And oh yeah, but like guys being, you know, like like the, the, we have the Bobby Bonilla day thing. There's going to be the Mookie Betts day yeah, thing after nah, the Dodgers contract has come come and gone, right? Like so you guys got you have players that their futures are secured by the deals that they got and they don't really have to do much because it's not a performance-based contract. It's a contract yeah. based on them just existing and showing up and doing their job, whether they're good or not. So um, I love the zone in Arizona's tweet that when Diaz trumpets are starting to play taps. <laughs> <laughs> dead. The Mets yes. are dead. That's funny. Uh, John said, what trade would make Derek lose his mind Show live Otani? on this podcast? Shohei Otani being moved at all. Let, and let's be honest, the AL West Dude, has gotten so are, fucking we were crazy. About this what are the Angels What were the Angels doing? even doing? Right? Oh my God. Like, you thought you were in? Well, and no, then, in the moment, I understand what they were doing Do something. relax there's Calm a down. there's a half an hour we got, left we got plenty of time uh, we got 36 minutes plus a whole other 15 20 minutes in extra time so we're fine but like the the angels they were like look at us we like everyone lost their mind over the angels they were like no one's doing anything at least the angels are going for it just because they got <laughs> lucas giolito <laughs> and we're reportedly in on heimer candelario who did not go to the angels and then, and now, and then, and then the other, the two teams that were already better than them in the division were like, hey, here's, here's Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Heard of them? Heard of them? That's, Go fuck yourself, Los that, Angeles. That's what happened. Or Anaheim. The Mets, the Mets had a yard sale and they only invited the Astros. And They and only the invited the Angels' worst enemies. We're going to, we're going to throw shade at the Angels because we don't know what they're doing. But when you're throwing shade, the best thing to do is grab yourself a pair of Shady Rays uh, and, and put them on so that when you throw shade at people, you have your, your you know, you got that eye, you got that premium polarized shade blocking the glare that you're giving people. But uh, of course, here in Arizona, you need a good pair of sunglasses. So make sure to grab yourself a pair of Shady Rays. Use our code of PHNX. You'll get yourself a nice little discount. But most importantly, you need to know that Shady Rays has the craziest lost and replacement protection plan in all of eyewear. Whether you break your glasses, whether you lose them, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. So make sure to hook up with Shady Rays and get yourself a pair of quality sunglasses that are not nearly as expensive as the more uh, 
what, what's going nothing, on? Nothing, not like anything breaking. It's just you finish your read. Okay, I will finish my read. But uh, and now I'm going to throw shade at you with my shady yeah, rays on. Uh, independent sunglasses company, world class product. Make sure to check them out. Of course, if you don't love your shady rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or get your money back within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. So if you get them online, you can get those. Uh, of course, return them if you, if you don't like them. If they don't fit your face, what nice. You can also check out their shop at Kierlin Commons, where you can try on everything shady rays and make sure. Uh, that you grab yourself a wonderful pair of sunglasses that you will love and enjoy for a very long time. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. What, uh, what's happening in the baseball world? Uh, so a couple of things. It looks like, we don't know where, but both Tommy Pham and Colton Wong are getting moved. That's uh, they're no both, surprise. Uh, Tommy Pham left... Uh, the Mets facilities and street clothes after Ow. talking to the Hugs. manager. Um, and then Shane just sent me, sent me a text or sent me a tweet about Colton Wong uh, saying goodbye to teammates in the clubhouse. So hold hold the fuck Wong. on. Everybody stop. Stop right now. Stop whoa, right whoa, now. Whoa. What? Who is suggesting trading? Corbin oh, my Carroll God. You can't, you can't not do Who that. Trading? No, fucking no. Derek. No. Talk no. to me. You can't do that right now in the middle of a fucking MLB trade den. You can't just freak out like that. I'm sorry, Joey. Joey. Up, that is a fair question. It is a, it's a question we shouldn't really be wasting time on right now. But I mean, uh, Corbin Carroll had a Shohei extension. No, that's a. I don't mean, it's a conversation to this. have. I don't want to have it right now. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Anyway. I would take Tommy Pham. I know we talked about him a little bit. I'd take Colton Wong. I would take Colton Wong as well. I'll take Colton Wong for sure. I'd take Colton Wong. Um, I also take OG's brands gummies all the time. Uh, whether I need to, whether I don't want to, whether I'm just having a good time, <laughs> well, I mean, whether I'm not having a good time. It, it, no, if I don't want to, I still take them. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's. Even if I say I'm not gonna have some, it's oh, a bad okay. idea. Yeah, that I should turn feel. around okay, and switch yeah, yeah. around and get some anyway, right? Uh, because it always makes me feel great, and they always have a solution. Uh, for all of life's problems, whether you need to get yourself a good night's sleep, they have a sleep edition gummy. Uh, of course, if you are sore after a hike, you can check out Therapeutic Pegs RSO Drops. Those are Rick Simpson oil. Uh, of course, if you need some extra motivation, check out the Happy Balance gummies. They have whatever you need, uh, they have. Uh, and you can check them out at your local dispensary. They have the brand new pink lemonade flavor that dropped last month. And they have their mixed bag flavors with fruits and cream. So you can check out the variety that they have to offer and hopefully find a flavor that becomes your new favorite flavor. Uh, OG's is all about flavoring life uh, and they make it so easy with their wide range of flavors and functions. No matter what it is you need, OG's has a gummy for it. Check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, and then after you have yourself some OGs and you got the munchies, go check out our friends at Illegal Pete's. Uh, as as Toji would say, get it in you. Uh, Legal Pete's, they have margaritas, they have wonderful food, they have bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos, whatever you need. Uh, of course, they also have uh, their patio season, which is, is, I know it sounds like a hot place to be, but it is, uh, they got misters out there. They have a wonderful uh, wonderful little section for you to hang out in. Of course, uh, you can check out all of the wonderful deals that they have. Illegal Pizza is your go-to spot this summer. Kick back and enjoy an ice-cold margarita or cool off with a bucket of high noons. Just $22 for five high noons. Uh, don't forget to follow them on Instagram at Illegal Pete's to stay updated on all their big events and deals going down this summer. Stay tuned to their stories to win free tickets to concerts Ooh. you're dying to see. So uh, Legal Pete's is making your summer one for the books, not only in their restaurant, but giving away free tickets for you. Uh, and of course, you have uh, a takeover event as well for you to join us at. So make sure if you want to join us 
for our next takeover event. You check out uh, Eventbrite for our takeover event as well. We talked about the wild, wild um, AL West. Oh, yeah, that's what I was the AL West. Rich get richer. Rich get richer. Rangers are working on Austin Hedges, according to Rangers John are working on Austin Hedges. Oh, my God. Uh, well, the Rangers are, and honestly, they're, they're in a tight race with the Astros. So it kind of makes sense for both of these teams to be doing everything mm-hmm. they can to re-up and uh, do everything uh, that they can to beat each other out in this division. Of course, that leaves the Angels kind of looking silly yeah, uh, for any so moves tough. they made. Again, understand why they had to do it. You got to give Otani at least a... a, a some kind of sign that you're trying, but damn. I mean, is got okay, bad so fast. let's just say for what, what do you think this is more for actually being competitive this season or for showing Otani that I, you're trying? Well, I think, it, I mean, I think I, I mean both because I think being competitive was for sure. Like, I think they were trying to be competitive. I don't think it was just like a sign uh, or like some kind of like empty gesture. I think they, they obviously want to win, but I think it, more was like if we don't show Shohei that we are trying something, uh, then he's definitely going to leave. So I, I, I think they had to do it for that reason. But um, it's still it, uh, even in the moment, it seemed tough with how good those other two teams are, and they got a lot better at this deadline. We got uh, James Atwood in the chat saying Colton Wong, Colton Wong to Yankees. Literally want to fucking. Die. Colton yeah. Wong, you're fucking dead to me. Uh, twins looking at Sam per John Heyman, Noah S. says. Uh, and I think, uh, scroll back there a little bit, Damon. There was another comment in the chat. Uh, Michael McDermott, Snakes on the Diamond, said, Heim must be badly hurt if they're trading for Hedges. Jonah Heim, that's Jonah a great Heim, point. Western New York native. Yeah, represent. Right. Um, but, again, Verlander goes to the Astros in exchange for some minor league players. Uh, not, not anything crazy right um and max scherzer goes to the rangers mm-hmm. i i mean I, I i don't know what to say other than i feel bad a little bit for for the angels uh, oh. and and their situation uh i think that seattle mariners are left in a very weird you know position i know a lot of people were questioning uh the move yesterday with the diamondbacks right bringing yeah. paul seawald over but i think it actually does make sense for a mariners team that is already fairly young to try to get some young controllable pieces in their organization like they got from the Diamondbacks. It, I, it, I, that's why I felt like that deal actually worked out for both sides fairly well. Yeah, But I, I think it also kind of is odd because the Mariners don't seem like they're playing poorly. I mean, at least to us Diamondbacks fans that just watched them. Well, yeah, two but they're doing what the Angels should be doing and realizing that they're in the American League fucking West. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, they're not... They're playing towards uh, making playing, their team better for the future. Not yeah, like, they, they, they can't... If they're being real, which you have to be if you're a general manager, your chances of doing anything significant this year are tough. I mean, you just look at that division specifically and then just also the fact that the AL East also exists. Like, that's not easy. Uh, They have a a massive roadblock. So I I understand why they're doing it. It would suck if you were a Mariners fan um, because it did feel like, especially after how exciting last year was, it felt like it was... was there was something going on there, and you obviously have a guy like J-Rod, but, yeah, you have to be ready for the future. Um, keeping keeping our ears to the ground for some more trades happening. But uh, what the hell went wrong in New York? 
I mean, is it essentially the, the... Oh, are we talking about the New York Yankees? We're talking... No, no, no. We're, we'll never talk about the New York Yankees. Uh, not with you on the show, because it's just pure vitriol and I thought hate. you were saying what went wrong with the New York Yankees. No, let's talk, talk about, about what's wrong forever. with the New York Mets. What wrong with the, what, what's wrong with the Mets? Uh, I mean, really, at the, at the end of the day here, is this just... Like, is, is this the best example of baseball being a team that you can't, you can't create a yeah, dream team? Yeah, I, I mean... Is this why the Tampa Bay Rays don't pay anybody money? I think it just shows is that baseball, baseball is really, really fucking hard. Um, and they did put a lot of money into t- two pitchers that were really old, and Fair. it took them a second to kind of get going. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I just think God is a baseball fan. And I think, <laughs> you know, an alternative for there not being any kind of financial rules. He Praise does, him! He punishes... <laughs> Uh, uh, excuse me. She punishes. Whoa. The, okay. um, <laughs> she punishes. God is the, a woman. God is a woman. God uh, is a she woman. she punishes the uh, the the teams that spend all these money. Because I mean, the reality is, is, all these teams spend money and they don't win. The Yankees yeah. never win. The Sox stop spending money, but they they were winning for a while. But they didn't spend like the Yankees. The the Dodgers don't win. The Padres aren't winning. Like the Rangers are probably going to shit the bed in the playoffs because that's just how this shit been going. Because teams that spend a lot of money don't necessarily win. It's teams that build franchises in an intelligent way like the Braves um which I mean I know they only have as they have as many World Series as the Dodgers but still the Dodgers like when you consider the stuff that these teams that are spending all this money are trying to accomplish they usually don't do it um so uh, I don't know why that is it doesn't make any sense from like a like a economic theory perspective I guess but um I don't know that's just how baseball goes. Uh, first, our microphones are on the table, pal. I know. I know. Second, I'm emotional. Here's the here's the wild part. I want to know trade. what the table did to Sean. I know. I, I, let's hold up. I want to know what the table did to Sean. Y'all are overreacting just table. because I have a metal can on it, so it makes a little more noise every time I hit it. The guy say. is pissed at the table. <laughs> I want to Mo make it a good point. Where was God during the late nineties and early two thousand? Dealing with other stuff. He abandoned. Dealing with other stuff. He abandoned us, but. Uh, the one thing about the Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer trades is how much better does that technically make these teams? The reason why I bring that up, Max Scherzer has one of the highest ERAs he's had in yeah 15 years. But it's a lot different. <laughs> it's a lot different when that's supposed to be the back end of your rotation and not your ace. No, I, I get because that. They, they don't because like reality is I, I the, the, the Rangers were fine. I don't yeah. think they needed Scherzer. And at this point, he probably would be the number four in the rotation or something like that. But um, same thing with Verlander. Verlander has a 3.15 ERA, yeah, which but, is his highest ERA since 2015. Uh, and I know we're not we're not 2017. You can't really be reacting too much on what guys have done recently, but Verlander is, a, I think, a little bit of an exception to that because he struggled at the beginning of the season. He's been amazing recently, and I mean, he won a Cy Young. Yeah. So, like, I, I think you're you can look at at him and be like, what happened for the first half of this year in a new with new rules in a new environment was a little bit of an anomaly. Now he's going back to somewhere he's been pitching. Um, the Verlander one, I feel, is is going to end up being worth every penny. Um, and as far as Scherzer's concerned, the Rangers, the Rangers just don't, they really just are clearly don't care about money. They're going to expend whatever they feel like they need to, to make their team even marginally better. And that's, I think that what they did with Scherzer here. Um, I'm glad it's in the AL though, because I can kind of root for these teams and not really feel any kind of way about yeah, it. Yeah, just watch it. Just like the Rangers, the like, like, I, 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 I feel, I might have said this before on the show. The, the Texas Rangers are the first ever professional baseball game I've ever gone to. So I have like kind of a soft spot for them. So if they want to be good. As long as it doesn't interfere with the Diamondbacks, I don't really care. That's cool. Uh, the Astros. Eh. Uh, 
Michael says Scherzer is 39, Verlander is 40, expecting him to continue to pitch like Hall yeah. of Famer was unreasonable. But the fall How off fucking was, dare you? The fall off was drastic. Ah, well, Don't do this. Don't no, do this. I'm you did doing this to Damon, you, know, you did this to I'm Jesse the other day. No. You're not a professional fucking athlete, I am still, Dave, I'm, Derek. St I'm still at the top of my game now. I'm still, I, I could beat 21-year-old uh, Derek in a foot race right now. I know I could. I mean, yeah, I didn't do great in dodgeball. I was gonna today. say I didn't do great, but neither did you. I, I, I don't know. Damon I mean, was the MVP. Damon was the MVP. Of course he is, because that's why that's why we're Damon's dogs. But uh, <laughs> if I if I could, I would bet on Damon on the Bet MGM app. Um, but he is not currently available. Odds mm. change on Damon entirely too fast. Uh, I will say this: speaking of the Bet MGM app, uh, I think it's underrated that not enough people do. Uh, smaller bets. I think that there is a lot of fun to be had when you fire up the Bet MGM app and get down on on the tiny bets, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It allows you to throw three dollars on like a crazy parlay, but you never know. You never know. A friend of mine, thirteen thousand dollars on a ten dollar bet just because he bet uh, home runs, right? Yeah. Is it is it a bit like a lottery? Sure. You have no idea, but it's sports. At least we know more about sports than we do about. True. Uh, where where lottery it's balls are going to land? Yes, it's an educated Lotter guess. Uh, like, uh, like other the casinos and stuff like that. It's, it's complete random. It's the luck of the draw. You can I can make an educated guess as to whether or not I think the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to win right. tonight. That's absolutely right. So get down on the BetMGM app right now. Uh, if you are an existing user, you can get on on Nerfy Fridays that we've talked about. We love Nerfy Fridays. Uh, no run first inning. That's a Nerfy. No run first inning. You can bet a no run first inning bet on any MLB game. All you have to do is bet no on the will there be a run in the first inning market. Uh, if your bet loses but only one run is scored during the first inning, you will receive a bonus bet back equaling your stake up to $25. Of course, those are on Fridays, uh, for for uh, only on Fridays for those nerfy Fridays. Uh, but of course, if you haven't signed up for the BetMGM app yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our AZ audience, you can place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Now, I'm going to make this proposition to you. If you are a new user, mm. You really need to try to, to really consider taking advantage of that first bet offer. Oh, yeah. I have friends that, you know, they, they, they got down on the app. They threw $10 on there. They didn't, they didn't win. They got their $10 back. And I think they quickly realized uh, that they could have taken a lot bigger risk there yeah. with up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. And also, users. it's like it's not like it's any kind of – you put $10 in. You don't – you're not – you figure out you're not a gambling person. Take it right back out. Yeah. Throw a couple throw a couple bucks on the D-backs to make the playoffs. Yeah, or, or uh, Corbin, Corbin, Corbin rookie of the year. Not Maybe great odds, but you're going to get it back. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna win. Just has invested interest in yeah. the Diamondbacks. Yeah. I mean, Damon's going to take care of Ellie De La Cruz, so we don't have to worry about that threat. So. Uh, I mean, hey, just so you know, Kneecaps. just because someone dies doesn't mean they can't come back from life. Gary Sanchez emerged from the fucking ashes after three years of being <laughs> dog shit. So just be ready. He's he right can come that. back. He's right about that. But. I thought I had defeated somebody. Yeah, uh, you just you never know. You never know. That's that's the that's the uh, kaiju way, right? Like uh, kaiju never is dead. The kaiju <laughs> is going to come back. Uh, but again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. That's the most important part. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Ontario. 
Well, if you guys are here right now on the PHN Exports YouTube channel, we thank you. Uh, I don't. These aren't these aren't real glasses. If this is your first time these here, are those, real. Are, those are real. Uh, I'm just trying to make myself look smart. Uh, of course, we thank you for being here uh, in the channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, do so. Stick around. Uh, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Leave us a thumbs up just so that you know you're enjoying the content. And uh, if you don't, I'll make him slam on the table more with his oh. fist. Of course, uh, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, we thank you for being here as well. Leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback and make sure you're subscribed on that <laughs> dot end as well. Um, <laughs> what is, is Zone taking shots at me for my MW2 skill level? What are we doing? I'm pretty fucking filthy, uh, to be quite honest with you. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what my KD is though I because I can't get back in the game. I, I, I was I've been I was riding camos like crazy to, to Call of Duty, and I won't lie, I can't. I gotta step back. First Wait, time in we... my life I've ever unlocked the uh, the like the purple like top level camo where you have to get gold and platinum for all oh, yeah. of the guns. The yeah. First time in my life I've ever gotten. Yeah, there. that's ill. That's ill. Uh, Chris C with the super chat. Thank you, Chris C. He says just got some frozen yogurt. That sounds delightful right now. I would love some frozen yogurt. Frozen uh, yogurt hopefully this will turn into trade victory Even frozen share. yogurt. Yeah, I know. Did you bring some for everybody, Chris? Uh, well, the five dollars will go towards me buying yogurt for myself. What are you These gonna guys have figure it out. Toppings you get on frozen yogurt. Oh, that's a good question. I'm a big. I like Reese's Pieces. I'm a big I, Reese's uh, Pieces uh, guy. Are you pro gummy? Not um, really. I'm no. so anti gummy like worm and because they get hard. They get hard. And I mean, they, it's, they're uh, supposed to be gummy bugs. Makes me so angry. I, I was listening to somebody have the conversation oh, not too long ago, and they were like, "I like how it feels," and I'm like, "You're a weird person. That's weird. That's you're not a, a good. You mouth are feel. wrong. You're wrong. I'm not a big sprinkles person myself. I love I love sprinkles, but they got to be yeah. the right kind of sprinkles and not on frozen yogurt. They got yeah, on ice cream, I mean, yeah, yeah. but not on frozen yogurt. Oh, okay. I'm a big I'm a big Oreo guy and a yeah, big Oreo is always uh, a also a big fruit guy. I love oh yeah, I love yeah, putting yeah. berries and things of the sort. It make it gives me the illusion that I'm doing something healthy. It's similar to to Cold Stone. I don't put sprinkles on Cold Stone. I okay. always go. I always go yellow cake and fruits yeah, of sorts. Cake. That's a good um, it's Absolute money. Um, yeah, thank you for the super chat. Chris. We're gonna we're gonna start the uh, frozen yogurt podcast, and that's gonna be for diehards Listen, only. So I, make sure to lock in for that. I want to have just pointless conversations. I want to call it like like back table talk. Because we have dumb conversations at that back table. I, I am I am a certified snackologist. I have done I, over two hundred episodes. In the middle of such random snacks. ass conversations, we had a, a, a bread conversation that lasted over like three different days. I am still mad about the bread conversation. Don't even get me started. On Become it. a diehard. Become a diehard, no. and you will get the. You, you and then you can convince these guys that bagels are fucking the back bread. Table talk. Oh Maybe. my God, don't even get me started. But yes, become a diehard today. If you haven't joined us already, uh, this is the kind of value you get. <laughs> but you also get all sorts of wonderful other things. You get a free piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com. You get 20% off all future purchases. You get access to our uh, newsletter, including Jesse's full count newsletter and Gerald Bourget and everybody, all the great writers around here, all their newsletters. Uh, we'll be adding some writers as well. So we're going to have some more great content for you guys as well to check out. Uh, not only that, but you will get discounts with our partners, including a $50 gift certificate from our friends at Mountain Mike's Pizza. You will get a Dobson Ranch Ranch card as well as all sorts of other wonderful discounts, uh, invites to events, discounts on events, uh, members only merchandise, and so much more. Uh, and of course, one of the best things about it is to be a Discord member over at the PHNX Discord Lounge. Uh, you got Petey literally just giving you, uh, if you're a Coyotes fan, the, the, the value you get from Petey in the Discord is worth the price of our Petey Pete is such a personal, personable person that I think people forget that that's not the kind of person you usually get to have conversations with. 
Like not you know no like most people don't just get to like talk to NHL coaches about hockey. Yeah. And he was at an NHL he was a coach in the National yeah. Hockey League for twenty five fucking years. Well, and it's his <laughs> uh he has an incredible love for the game that where true. he will he he enjoys talking yes. and, and, and he enjoys teaching, teaching people, people about, about the, sport, the game yeah. and I just I, I absolutely love it. Uh Michael says we need Derek to convince Costco to bring back the chocolate frozen yogurt. They took the chocolate frozen yogurt away? We can't do the swirl anymore. Oh fuck! I have a I have a district manager to call immediately. So let me let's let's wrap this show up as soon as possible. I know we're doing trade deadline stuff, but I have frozen yogurt business to take. Can care I just of say now, that folks. there's few things in the world I stand more than the Costco food court. Never god. ever been to the Costco. Oh what my god! Bang for, bang for your buck, Sean. A dollar fifty for just, the fucking greatest hot dog you've ever had no, and a drink. There was no Costco near where I grew up. Um, I so, feel bad for you. Yeah, I pity Wait, you. Colton Wong just got DF grand opening, grand closing for Colton Wong. No, uh, he got way. traded to the Yankees That's and then got awesome. DFA'd. That's good. You're back on my team. You're back, Colton Wong. I like you again. Wow. Well, that's what the, the Yankees are such poverty. Uh, move on before I get worked up. I know. We're, I told you we're not talking about the Yankees. On I didn't bring them up. But I didn't even bring them up. No, I know. You're right. You're right. I'm. Uh, you're. You're. I don't know. Um, Rangers uh, uh, sources have confirmed Rangers are acquiring Austin Hedges from the Pirates. Uh, we really need some more pirate-related news. Hopefully, David Bednar uh, ends up with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm still big on that. I know that's crazy, but uh, there have been no. Shohei Otani rumors, by the way, for 15 straight minutes. So uh, I think that's showing signs of improvement. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, of course, we'll hear some more about some of these deals. Uh, Matt, Mets are currently active in trade negotiations on Tommy Pham, Adam Adovino, uh, and Brooks Raley. Uh, I saw oh. some talk about Brooks being like better than Paul Seawald and that he might even command more than the Mariners got in return. For him, I don't really know at this point, but um, Cogs, get- Cogs is coming here oh, to pick you up and bring you to Costco right now. So that's what our lunch plans are after the show. Uh, Sean, it's um, so incredible. I can't think of a person that's a better fit for the Costco food court than you. Really? I mean, you're spending 20 bucks and eating more food than you've ever $20? eaten in one meal in your life. You're spending $5 no, and you're getting saying, breakfast, dessert, and fucking... Have, have you watched Sean say, eat? Can I say that real quick? I think we got duped on the the... Colton Wong to the Yankees thing. I don't think that ever no. happened. Did it never get happened? I don't think that ever happened. Oh, He's okay. getting DFA'd now by the by the Mariners, it seems like. But oh, okay. I don't know if he ever got... There was one thing I saw, and it was from like a, a parody account that said he got traded to the Yankees. Um, so we may have gotten... Holy shit! The Arizona Diamondbacks just got Tommy Pham. Boom! The Arizona Diamondbacks got Tommy Pham. That is coming uh, directly from John Gambadoro. No trade reaper on that one. I just, I also love Tommy Pham. Gambo's fucking style. Tommy Pham, Espo. Well, Tommy boy. Let's go. Oh, no, but my worst nightmare just came true. Why? Uh, Michaela Perkins and her dumb puns. That's going to be on social. I see it now. And you're actually, I'm probably, probably going to do the same shit. What? Dumb fam puns. What's up, fam? Welcome to the fam. Fam, <laughs> I got I got something for us. <laughs> I got something for us here. What do you got? Wee wee wee. Hey, breaking hey, news. Let's go, breaking news. Woo-hoo! I mean, you're right. I don't, all right. I, okay, so now I was excited. I also don't give a shit. Now you don't give a shit. Like I mean, fam, what, fam, no, fam is cool, but like I want an arm. We need an arm. Fam is dope. We need an arm very much. Is it? Does it check off uh, one of Hazen? Is it? Is it? Is it a bat? Is he a bat? I mean, hardly, 
Hardly a bat. Let's take a look at what Tommy Pham is doing this season. But it's, it's one I know of we already had uh, we have the pros and cons because we did cover Tommy Pham at some point. So uh, we'll get that. Oh, for Pavin? Oh. Oh, W. W. World Series, w. World Series baby. W. W. World Series. W. w. See ya. See ya. See ya. Ah, eat the W. See ya, Pavin. See ya, Pavin. Again, I'm basing it off one. I'm basing it off one. One quote or one uh, fucking comment, so we'll see. No, but. I don't believe you guys. You guys are pulling my leg. There's no way. Don't uh, get me worked up like that. Yeah, don't you dare. How dare you? Uh, the Mets have traded Tommy Pham to Arizona. This is a fact. Uh, wow. <laughs> I just uh, I'm not well, the first the first reply I saw to a New York Met treat was that uh, tweet was that they got Jordan Waller. And uh, yeah, I I, I, I don't want to even look at Twitter if anymore happened, because you guys are a bunch I'm of I'm walking liars. off the damn show. I'm going to tell you that yeah, right now. Yeah, no, I don't I don't like you guys. But anyway, yes, uh, Tommy Pham and Arizona Diamondback. And of course, yeah, I mean, batting 268 this season uh, with a 1.3 war. Of course not, uh, again, probably a, a, a low-key move, something under the radar a bit, but uh, still a move that uh, brings a right-handed bat. Right, we definitely overreacted. We got to stop taking the chat on their fucking word. They've they've screwed us over twice now. No, those. I think the pavement thing is completely made up, and uh, we got done on the Yankees thing. Yeah. So. Oh, um, okay. Well, we got Jesse uh, Friedman here from San Francisco to uh, discuss this breaking news. Jesse, live from. Tommy Pham is is an Arizona Diamondback. What are your thoughts on this move that that was made? Yeah, I mean, a, a name that we've definitely talked about before. Uh, not not too surprised by this. It makes a lot of sense for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mike Hazen has talked about wanting to uh, add a, a right-handed hitter, um, and it, it sort of always felt like that was going to come in the form of an outfielder, and Tommy Pham is, is that guy, right? He's had a nice bounce-back year uh, this season, 268, 347, 477. Uh, sorry, those are not the correct numbers. I'm looking at, going I'm to looking the at uh I'm looking at his 2015 numbers. Give me, give me one second. Here. I think it's, I think his current numbers are are strikingly similar. Oddly enough, 268, yeah, yeah. 348, 472 yeah. um, in 2023 with the Mets. So he's 35 years old. He's a veteran. Uh, we talked about him on the show before. He's not an outstanding defender. He's definitely not a center fielder at this stage in his career. Uh, he's a corner outfielder, but he should, uh, you know, really help the Diamondbacks against lefties. Uh, You know, he gives you an opportunity to maybe not play Alec Thomas in those games. Um, You know, you could have an outfield with with Tommy Pham and Lourdes Gurriel and Corbin Carroll, um, you know, mixing in Jake McCarthy uh, potentially as well, depending on on what you want to do defensively. So, uh, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I guess we're uh, I guess we're just sitting here waiting to see what the Diamondbacks gave up in order to make this happen. Flaherty just went to the Orioles, going to the Orioles, it looks like. So that's another starter off the board. Uh, Jeremy Rodriguez is the return for for FAM for the Mets, uh, I guess. We, we still don't know what the return well, that's is. That's what the chat, a yeah. bunch of people in the chat are yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, Jeremy Rodriguez? That's what a bunch of people in the chat are saying. I don't know if it's uh, true. In yet. exchange for Jeremy Rodriguez, a 17-year-old shortstop currently playing in the Dominican Summer League. So that's what it ended up costing the Diamondbacks as far as Damn. Uh, a prospect. Fantasy football just got crazy here. Yeah. Uh, so, Jesse, I guess we already covered kind of some of the other trades, but what are your thoughts on 
what has gone down in the last 24 hours for the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, and when what's the mood kind of like there in the clubhouse with some of those guys that are on the main roster being traded away? Yeah, we haven't gotten the clubhouse yet. Uh, that'll be about 30 minutes or so from now. A lot is happening over here, guys. We've got Mike Hazen talking in uh, in about 20 or 30 minutes. We've got uh, Paul Seawald, uh, of course, making his arrival today. We're going to talk with him in about a half an hour. Jace Peterson will also be in the clubhouse, of course, as well. Uh, so a lot of new faces around. Uh, but yesterday, you know, talking to players before and after the game, it was clear that they really valued the trust that this front office is showing in this team. And that's something that Tori talked about as well. Uh, he kind of knew this was coming. It sounds like Tori Lovello is known for a while that the Diamondbacks were planning to push the chips in, that they were planning to buy. Um, but, you know, this is sort of like a public declaration of that. The Diamondbacks went out and got Paul Seawall. They went out and got Tommy Pham. They also, as I'm sure you already discussed, uh, traded away Andrew Chafin in a deal that was, uh, that was fascinating. Uh, and I still... I know we're seven minutes out. Uh, deals, I will say, deals do often get announced after the trade deadline. I remember the Zach Granke deal back in 2019. That was like a good 10 to 15 minutes after the trade deadline had ended that reports of that came out. So I still am kind of wondering if the Diamondbacks aren't done here. Uh, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy for thinking that. I guess on the starting pitching front, it sort of feels like it's it's Eduardo Rodriguez or bust at this point. Uh, with Jack Flaherty now off the board, they're they're on Oceans? a lot of arms. Uh, yeah, yeah I, guess, I mean, I guess he's I guess he's out there. There have been some rumblings there as well, but it seems like most people are expecting he's just going to stay put because the White Sox are are setting the price extremely high. And and according to reports, the two teams that are in on Cease are the Orioles and the Dodgers. Well, I'd have to imagine the Orioles. And the Orioles are probably out now yeah. with Flaherty. And you could imagine that maybe, maybe perhaps the Dodgers don't necessarily have enough. Yeah, the, Do to the give price, up. especially after the Erod thing, the price for the Dodgers is going to be crazy high. I feel like so. Yeah, who knows? I feel like I would like Dylan Cease. I mean, if he wants to be a Diamondback, I would take it. I think I think <laughs> at this point, it, it it might start looking at like. You know, like like this might be it. I mean, of course, like you said, Jesse, the deals could go down and then they don't get announced until after the deadline. But um, I, let's 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 just let's just call it now. What are your thoughts on the trades that they've made? Do you think it's enough to potentially give this team a kickstart considering the way they've been playing as of late? Uh, a kickstart, yes. Um, you know, I think the Diamondbacks clearly are, are better. I don't really view the loss of Andrew Chafin as, as really taking a huge step back. The D-backs have some good depth uh, in that regard with, you know, Joe Mantiply still down in Reno and Kyle Nelson pitching pretty well. Tyler Gilbert has also pitched pretty well uh, since coming up for the D-backs as well. But, yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm kind of curious what you guys uh, feel as well. It sort of felt, you know, yesterday you go out, you get Paul Seawald, it, you know, it's only a year and a half of control. You figure the Diamondbacks would want to maximize their chances of, uh, you know, of, of making something happen. And I think they've done they've done well, but I'm not sure. Did something happen, Sean? Sean's like, no, I was just I mean, just here. bro, what Brett brought up. <laughs> I just didn't I never thought about the fact that if Tommy joins them in San Francisco, we get Tommy versus Jock in person. That, that yeah. would be, that would be <laughs> pretty incredible. That, we need that. We need that to happen. But um, Jesse, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess our thought here is that uh, the Diamondbacks have kind of suggested that they feel like they have the right pieces 
internally to be competitive and that the trade market might not have gone their way so they might not have added the pieces that they necessarily wanted to add or necessarily maybe be as aggressive as Mike Hazen wanted to be. Looking at what they've received, though, I feel like even though they're not huge names that jump off the page at you, they went out and got guys that are playing well lately and guys that can contribute, I think, to helping this team in in some of their shortcomings that they currently have. Obviously, the most glaring one being Paul Seawald giving this team a closer, allowing Tori Lavallo to pivot now and to use a closer instead of this closer by committee coaching idea that he that he's kind of gone with all season long. But I do I do feel like the other guys are are an attempt to bring in, you know, uh, again, Jace Peterson, his numbers don't look great for the season, but as uh, taking a look at his numbers as of late, he's been fairly consistent guy getting on base and uh I feel like they went out and got a guy that has had a rough season at times for the bullpen, but also has been playing pretty well, you know, at least it, in his last few games that he's been playing. Uh, I did want to ask, did you yeah. have, have perhaps uh, an update on Strzelecki? Because it would appear, uh, I think I'm saying his name right, Strzelecki. Um, he hasn't played lately. Is, has there been like an injury issue or something like that with him? Or was he, uh, what, what was going on with him? Did we lose you? I don't know. We haven't talked with anyone about it. Um, that's a that's a good question. He hasn't. Uh, I'm looking at his game log here. Um, so he hasn't pitched since June 27th. So that is yeah. that is a little while ago. Um, his status is reassigned to the minors. It looks like. Oh, okay. So I guess that. I guess yeah. Somehow when I was initially going through some of his numbers, I didn't see that. But yeah, he's actually been pitching in AAA. It looks like um, he's pitched seven games down there this season. Numbers aren't great uh, down in AAA either. It seems like he had a really strong start to the year yeah. uh, for the Brewers. I think he had like a 0. 0.6 ERA or something like that. Yeah, 0. 0.66 for the first month. Yeah. Yeah, and then things have, have clearly kind of fallen off for him. So, yeah, he pitched in his last big league game on the 27th of June, and it, it looks like he's been down in AAA ever since. So I guess we'll we'll see what the Diamondbacks are, are planning to do there, if they're you know going to continue to ride things out in AAA. Uh, or if they think he can contribute uh, to the big leagues right away. Uh, in, in regards to the pieces the Diamondbacks have, have received, when will these guys be available for them? Will Paul Seawall be able to pitch in tonight's game? That is my expectation, yeah. Torrey said that he uh, he said yesterday that, that Seawald was arriving today at 1 p.m. And like I said earlier, we're about to go talk to him down in the clubhouse and same with Jace Peterson. Any guys they acquire today, I would I would guess it will take until tomorrow before they would be available in a game. Um, but yeah, I mean, th this is interesting. We're one minute away at this point. We're ten seconds uh, away. <laughs> ten, ten seconds, seconds away. away. As Five, far, I mean, the the, four, the big question three, here is what's two, happening with Eduardo one. Rodriguez. That's it. No more right? trades. The trades are done, Jesse. Call it. Deadline Pencils is over. Pencils down. The trade deadline Pencils is here. Down. It's over. If, if it w I mean, but I think some team is probably traded for Eduardo Rodriguez and we just don't know it. Yeah. Yet, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so possibly so, with Dylan Cease too, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm less convinced that Dylan Cease would, Bob, uh, would, would be traded. Bob Nightingale says he will not. He says he no. will not be traded. Uh, the Yankees acquired Kenyon Middleton from the Chicago White Sox, former Arizona Diamondback. And uh, so far, Philly's got Rodolfo Castro. Yeah, Philly's got Rodolfo Castro. So those are the last minute moves. Let's see 
if anything kind of comes across here in the next 10 or 15 minutes. But I know Jesse has to go uh, speak with Mike Hazen. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of information about that. But, I mean, uh, last night's win felt felt like a big win. I, I think that it felt yeah. like uh, just kind of not only some relief considering what they've currently been going through, but I, I – I also feel like like Tori Lavolo did a good job of managing that game, similar to what we saw in the second game of, of the Seattle Mariners when it came down to the bullpen and actually pivoting and using guys to, to at least his best of ability to get guys out. I mean, Kevin Ginkle really got screwed on some of those umpire calls last night that really could have made that less exciting than it ended up being. But I felt like, especially with the trades that happened, it was such a great win to just remind this team of who they are, what they're capable of, and also that they're going to have some reinforcements coming to help this bullpen be, you know, be 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 better, be be more consistent and just be more reliable. Yeah, it was a pretty good showing from the bullpen yesterday. Uh, I think it was four four and a third, four and two thirds innings. Uh, they didn't give up a hit. Uh, which is which is pretty impressive. So obviously there was there was the one run in in extra innings, which wasn't earned. But yeah, the bullpen looked pretty good all in all yesterday. Scott McGuff looked pretty good uh, locking things down there in the eleventh inning. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it was a big lift for the Diamondbacks, and this series is is pretty enormous, right? I mean, a four yeah. game set here in San Francisco. The Giants are uh, are still even after yesterday still a top. Uh, the uh, wild card standings right now. So this is just insane. I mean, that screenshot that we posted last night of of the NL playoff picture in, in the wild card, right, right. where you've got the Giants <laughs> up a game, and then you got the Phillies a half game behind them, and then you've got three teams, including the Diamondbacks, and a three-way tie for that third spot. This is going to be you know a crazy run the rest of the year. And We just got uh, trade we'll reaped by Gambo. Gambo said the trade downline has ended, and while some things do sneak through in the minutes after, I can say the Diamondbacks are finished. So, Whoa. so that's it. That's the ultimate trade reap. That is the ultimate trade reap. Uh, uh, I don't like how that feels, to no. be quite honest with you. The, the hey, Cole Wong was officially DFA'd by the Mariners. The lack so. of a starting pitcher still feels very much like a, a disappointment. Yeah, but I'd agree. I, I, I will say, outside of that starting pitcher not being added to the Diamondbacks rotation, this feels like a win does it not i mean does it i mean yeah of course you know it would have been great to get eduardo rodriguez or, or anybody to to call in reinforcements and i i don't know if that trade for jack flaherty or or even a dylan cease is really enough to say wow those arizona diamondbacks now are a top contender for a championship this season right? so uh the the most recent update on the eduardo rodriguez situation is that he invoke the no trade clause to stay close to family on the east coast so i would not i mean obviously gambo trade reaped everything but i think that is also a pretty probably not coming to the arizona diamondbacks yeah no that's <laughs> well yeah, we also i mean we we don't know whether the diamondbacks were on his no trade list or not yeah. at least i'm not aware we know that the dodgers were i i don't think the diamondbacks are although we we haven't gotten any kind of confirmation yeah. on that so i mean if the diamondbacks traded for him and and he wasn't you know, and they weren't on that list, and he wouldn't have a choice. But you can understand. I mean, baseball players are people, and they do have families. And you know, maybe pitching for the Detroit Tigers isn't the coolest, the coolest job in baseball. But 
uh, you know, you can understand why his family situation play into that. But of course, yeah, Gambo saying the Diamondbacks are done. I'm, I'm inclined to think that is the case, even though I still sort of wonder if Eduardo Rodriguez is ultimately going to be going to be heading somewhere here in yeah. the next five or ten minutes. Yeah, I, I think because it, it can take 30 minutes for these moves to all trickle in. And, and even though they might be agreed on for them to be made public, uh, I think for, you know, again, for for the Arizona Diamondbacks, the starting rotation, I, I don't know how strong it looks, but. Mike Hazen really did want to add a consistent bat, a right-handed bat, an outfielder, and I think they did that with Tommy Pham. This, again, is our official trade now for Tommy Pham. Arizona Diamondbacks received Tommy Pham in return for shortstop Jeremy Rodriguez, uh, who uh, Rodriguez signed out of the Dominican back in January for $1.25 million. Uh, he was the 47th-ranked uh, international free agent at the time. So... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like this move again for the Diamondbacks, and I think that they got uh, at least a guy that helps this team be better and, and add some depth. I, I feel the same way in regards uh, to their other trades. I'm still still a little confused by, you know, of course, uh, the Chafin trade. But like you said, the Diamondbacks do have options right now in my in the minors that could come up and fill that role if Strzelecki isn't you know what what they're looking for but Paul Seawall trade that's still something that should get Arizona Diamondbacks very excited and really does oh. change the dynamic of this team. Eduardo Rodriguez is not getting traded. Tigers did not yeah, trade Eduardo Rodriguez that. according to Ken Rosenthal. Wow. Wow. What are they doing? Well, that well, doesn't make any sense. That's a that's just like the, dude Detroit you want to talk about a real poverty franchise, the Detroit Tigers. What are you doing well it's i mean <laughs> what are we doing we've talked about erod for nothing but no we've talked about erod quite a bit right the one problem with erod is that even though he has a player option or or he's extended through next year he has a player option to opt out at the end of the year he's most likely going to do that with how good he's been pitching and, and try to go for that real money so again it's like weird because the tigers should have been willing to part ways with him for, for anything for next to nothing just to try to improve their franchise right uh there there's a very there's a million prospects just take one of what the any any prospect in the organization well, not named drew or and then or, or, the wild thing here is that they did have uh, apparently a deal in place with the dodgers that he <laughs> opted out of so or he, he, he invoked his no trade clause dude so. that's so funny well, that, i mean to... go ahead jesse I was just going to say, you have to believe that the Tigers had like a like a backup plan, right? Like you they had thought. Yeah, yeah absolutely. possible that he was going to invoke his no yeah, trade. Yeah, you're not having these conversations I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have like a backup deal in place ready to go or they didn't at least make some. Maybe they did make some progress with other teams and it just it just didn't happen. But yeah, that that's pretty puzzling for me. It's just funny to me that like we were sitting here being like, oh, look at the Dodgers. Ha 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 ha. Like you losers. But really, like. The, the Tigers. The Tigers, the Tigers are the real losers. The Tigers here. lost. Yeah. Yeah, the they Tigers. gave away everybody except for probably their most valuable asset. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and there's they still kept a lot of relievers, too. I don't believe Alex Lang moved. I don't believe a full of, few of their guys yeah. moved. So um, the, the Tigers felt like they were going to go be much like the White Sox that just got rid of uh, everything. Erod turning down a trade. Cogs kind of say Erod turning down a trade to the Dodgers, though, kind of feels like he was traded to the D-backs. It's a win for the D-backs. It feels like a W. Uh, Jesse, I'm going to put my glasses back on since you need to get out of here so I can take over acting like I'm the smart one around here. But uh, (laughs) I I am very interested to to hear if any other trades happen. Of course, uh, we know you're going to be in the clubhouse, so we look forward to you chatting with the guys. Uh, Keep it locked to Jesse Friedman while he is in San Francisco. You can follow him on Twitter 
at Jesse and Friedman. And of course, keep it locked here as well. We'll have plenty of great information from Jesse as well as uh, some interviews with the guys when they arrive. And and hopefully, hopefully we get to Paul, see Paul Seawald make his debut tonight uh, and, and get that first save for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Jesse, when Good will you stuff. be home? Uh, I believe I, I'm flying home on Thursday evening and okay. my flight is like dangerously close to when the third, I, I basically I need Thursday's game to be like a good pitch clock game and not uh-huh. go for like, <laughs> otherwise I'm in yeah. like missing my flight danger. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how that unfolds. Ba- big baseball guy here, as opposed to just leaving the game slightly early. Yeah, he's, he's going to miss his flight. He's going to miss his flight. Well, you, if you're picking one or the other, we know which one Jesse's <laughs> picking, but uh, hurry back on Friday. We got the cornhole nights and I need you here to help us lose because you know, we haven't been very good without you, but I'm sure we won't be great with you either. What but the pirates do it. Yeah, we are. We're we, we're still very confused about a lot of these lack of moves, Jesse. But we thank you again for being out there in San Francisco and look forward to uh, some more from the Arizona Diamondbacks and their newest members. I'll see you guys tonight. All right, buddy. See, see you tonight. Post game. All right. And we will see you guys tonight for post game. Make sure to keep it another, locked right here. Another another L. John Heyman confirmed Bednar and Keller are staying with the Pirates. Is that an L though? Well, like, I mean, here's, it's, it's here's what the, I feel. It's an L for like, the Pirates, I think. What are you like? What are you guys doing? Well, Bednar has years That's of control. True. That is so. True. It's but not I mean, like I, he's a guy they needed to get rid of. Yeah, what I'm going to say is that I, I am, I'm happy. Much like John says right here, I'm happy. Fought didn't get moved. I'm happy if a lot of guys within their system didn't get moved. I feel like ultimately we are going to regret losing Ryan Bliss, and we might even regret losing Dominic Canzone and Josh Rojas. But I feel like it is worth the risk to make this team better this year to give them a fighting chance uh, because they are still in it. And the, uh, you know, we talk crazy. I, you hear me saying quite often a, a lot about how, uh, is this a championship caliber team? Is this team, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They, they, they had no problem winning early on in the season. I felt their confidence level was high. I felt things were different for this team. And I think with this rejuvenation from having kind of that closer role solidified and, and having some of that, peace of mind in the back end that you're going to have somebody that goes out there and and can lock down games i feel like the confidence level could rise again for this team uh, do they need to win the division no they could do absolutely what the phillies did last year just make any wild card position at this point and sneak in and, and make a big splash in the playoffs but uh, i i think at the end of the day when you see the moves made when you see what teams gave up for the pieces that they got in return i am fairly glad that the diamondbacks did not sacrifice more uh thunderbolt is giving a solid d plus which oh, wow, for damn. those those of you that don't know thunderbolt that might as well be an a because that man marlon josh bell to the pod or to the marlins um for garrett cooper to the padres all right um and gene segura and Khalil watson going to cleveland okay wait what i don't I, I, these are josh bell to marlins gene segura to guardians like i don't know i mean uh, I, I I will say that like a lot of teams made I think less moves than we thought they were going to yeah, see I mean, them make. Uh, yeah, I think there was a couple of people uh, like obviously I think Cease was a big one. There's obviously a handful of names that we talked about that never got moved. But I mean I I'm with you in that I think everyone wanted them to make big moves to go be like a, a bona fide World Series contender. I think the reality of this team is that they were very much kind of on the edge of being a 
being a playoff team and that these moves help tip that scale a little yeah. more towards yeah like adding a closer helps it, it, what was going to be a close wild card race that can get you a couple of games that make a difference um yeah and i that obviously i think that's the big one um so we'll see um because i mean yeah once you get to the playoffs anything's possible anything's possible so anything is possible tony with the super chat five dollar tony thank you so much he says does this mean uh Ciccone stays in the rotation uh, Sacconi's stay in the rotation will be longer than expe- expected, especially with Henry's injury. I think it depends on how he does. But, yeah, I mean, obviously we we know that there is a, a problem for this team as far as their starting rotation is concerned. And now that the trade deadline is coming gone without them picking up a starting pitcher in any way, it, it's going to have to be but again, from, from within the organization. And I mean, there, there still are other options. So yeah. I don't know if Slate's Coney stays in the rotation. I don't know these, like, I, I don't know how serious the left elbow inflammation is for, for Tommy Henry. I'm not yeah. sure if this is going to keep Henry out for an extended period Tom of time. Will tell, but now I, I hate the word left elbow inflammation. Yeah. That's one of the worst things you can hear about a pitcher. Yeah. I, uh, We'll see. Time will tell. It's 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 put up or shut up time now because this was the this was what we were waiting for the deadline and now they've done their things and now they have to go win games. But I feel like people are bringing it up in the chat. It's something that I mean you don't really got to talk about right now. But like holy like all I got guys with control with the exception of Fam. Like you get an off season next year where a lot of these guys that were all getting traded or talked about getting traded are rentals and are going to be free agents. Yeah, they are going to be free agents, including a guy like Erod who apparently wants to stay on the East Coast. Uh, any, but so that doesn't really matter. But um, like, keep the next year, man. Everything's there. You know what you have. If you're a Kendrick, if you're really gonna put your money where your mouth is and say that you want to support this team, gonna have the opportunity to do it in the off season for sure. So this team is is again set up to maybe do something this year, make the playoffs, give these young guys some experience. But next year, dude. Elise, Elise says, kind of feels like every NL team knows the Braves are coming out of the NL unless they choke like last year. That's the very astute observation that I might agree with. Uh, James says, Otani in the offseason. Let's go. I'm fucking all in. I got I got $27 on me, and I'm willing to donate that to the club right now. Uh, Cog says, does this mean no more trade episodes? I'm sorry, Cog. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. But, yeah, the trade deadline means the end of trade episodes. But that does not mean that the end of, of, of amazing content that we can provide for you around here because we will keep it locked to the minor leagues to tell you more about some of these guys that we may end up seeing before the end of the year as well as uh, keeping you updated on everything Arizona um, Diamondbacks related. We got another Gambo update, kind of. What's he, the Gambo update? just said that they were in discussions for several starting pitchers, mainly Michael Lorenzen, but the prices were very, very high. Um, so do with that what you will. All right. Well, uh, at, at the end of the day, you can ultimately feel happy that the Diamondbacks did not uh, sacrifice overpay. an overpay for somebody, especially a rental. Uh, or you could feel upset that the Diamondbacks uh, don't uh, didn't make a move for a starting pitcher, and you could you could just be angry. But remember, you have that choice every day when we wake up. You could choose to be happy or choose to be sad and angry. Uh, and yeah, Thunderbolt says no more emergency shows. That does, that's not the case at all. We we might just do emergency shows so we can talk about hey, snacks. When they, when they snake Colton Wong from the Sox in 10 minutes, yeah. we'll be live again. Yeah, we'll be live right back here. Actually, we will Actually, be live we, after tonight's game, we, right? Would, would, would we go live if they signed Colton Wong? Uh, I would not. I no, I, 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 <laughs> I think so. I have dinner plans, all right? so But no, I mean, we will be here, of course, after tonight's game. So make sure to keep... Uh, 
come back, enjoy uh, the baseball game. Hopefully the Diamondbacks can take game two against the Giants and solidify their position a little bit more in that wild card race. But uh, uh, like I said, make sure to come back here after the game for our postgame show. Uh, you can also make sure to check out our friends over at Game Time if you want to check out a baseball game in person. Game Time is the place to buy last minute tickets. And trust me, as a procrastinator that still has a hard time getting my shit together, uh, I, I, I miss out on events all the time. And mostly, I, I don't want to pay those huge you know, aftermarket fees uh, for, for tickets. And Game Time does not do that to you. It is the place for last minute ticket deals. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. And that is because it's aesthetically pleasing app is always available to you, especially the day of events to give you the cheapest prices you can find uh, on hard to find tickets. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the app, create an account and use code PHNX to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I need to take my glasses off so that I could read. Uh, also, check out our friends at Saturday Neon. They are creating amazing LED or LED neon signs, uh, collegiate logo LED signs. Whether you're a diehard or a casual supporter, uh, it is the perfect decoration for the background for your Zoom calls, for your podcast, for your shows that you do, whatever you need. Uh, also, man caves. I, uh, uh, we we met some new. Like this is this is what happens when you're old. I'm going to tell you this sometimes because of your kids you meet people you know you're like at an event where both of your kids are taking you know place in this mm -hmm. event i met uh this fellow parent who had one of the most incredible like basement bars Ooh, i've ever seen fine. in my entire life that is man had cocktail tables and a pinball table and a full bar but most importantly he had these amazing neon signs everywhere and i swear to god that for me that sold it for that me. that is like I think at the top of like my DILF goals, yeah. like when I'm older, is I want to get hit on by PTA moms and I want a bar in my basement. It's a good feeling. Um, those are, I think I would, would do. I don't have I the bar in the basement, but that other part that's happened once or twice. Relax. I, I know. Relax. Fine. Fine. Whatever. I'm just trying to make a point here <laughs> that I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not washed yet. I'm not washed. That's all I'm trying to say. But uh, I, again, uh, Saturday neon lights. They make a great gift for yourself. Oh, but of course, another they, another they make trade. A great uh, gift for other people. What do you got? Boston Red Sox are getting Luis Urias from the oh Milwaukee Brewers. Interesting. The Sox did a thing. The Sox did a thing. Um, well, you can do a thing. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Grab yourself one of these beautiful neon lights for select schools including arizona colorado alabama wisconsin auburn and many others use our code phnx for 10 percent off your order and you will get free shipping for any order over 200 so make sure to check them out of course uh we thank you guys for joining us for our trade extravaganza you can follow us on twitter i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k this man next to me needs to be taken to the costco food court <laughs> he is sean underscore deposit and he's available for anybody that has a costco membership uh for a date ladies so just check him out yeah you got, <laughs> <laughs> all it takes is a costco card all it takes is a costco card <laughs> hit me up i'll arrange it but well, you can follow him on twitter side note at one time uh master the girl on a dating app and she said that she worked on costco and i slid in and was like Asked if dating her uh, meant I got a Costco card. Did she say no? She didn't respond. Oh, man. That's 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 a quick way to get on the outs with someone from Costco. Yeah. But uh, make sure also to find, uh, follow Damon. He's We are Damon's dogs. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. Of course, Jesse, once again, uh, is in San Francisco. Uh, probably not drinking enough water and just worrying me constantly. But he is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show's at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. As always, we thank you guys so much. Uh, for your time. We appreciate you joining us today. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but holy shit, it's more fun when you improve your team at the trade deadline.